a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. And this is episode 33. I'm Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today, it's Shelby and Casey Cool. Hey, hey, hey. The dynamic duo today, huh? Just you yes. and I? So yeah, we made it, dude. You are alive. We made it. Somehow. We actually made it. It was close. There was almost death upon us. But hey, here we are. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I hope that ages well. And the good news is, is we can hide in video games and yeah, ignore the real world. Yeah, that's the perfect escape. That's why everyone's here. Talk philosophical, talk philosophies on games. A philosophizer. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of good games out there. There are. There's. This is the best time to play video games. I'd say. Yeah. There's so you know, many. I've games. heard that. I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Vinny. So, if, well, what's been going on? Are you just like living the dream? Or are you dadding up hard? Um, dadding up hard as. Per huge. Uh, my son is. Well, I will, I'll get into the gaming here, I guess. Uh, my son is on the moon in Mario Odyssey. So I've been playing Mario oh, Odyssey dang. again because my son wanted to play it. What it turns into is he tries. He's actually killed a couple bosses. There's been pretty big moments in the house. Uh, it's been a stellar week for my son. He's made it to the final boss in Mario and he read a book all by himself out loud. It's been like a couple milestones for me. And then for Halloween, he was Ash Ketchum. So I've reached my apex of parenting. There's no much. I'm done at this point. He's just going to raise himself. Yeah, I think you can retire at this point. Like your kid dressed yeah. up as Ash, then you're good to go. Can I tell you what we do with our my kid? What? So we have a choice. They can keep the candy or they can keep three pieces and donate the rest to like a food bank or my wife's work for when like people come and eat the candy out of it or for us to eat that night at nighttime. Uh, and they get a toy instead. They always choose the toy. Is that right? And we call it the Candy Fairy. And his name's Steve. And he has really bad teeth. And he rides a donkey named Freckles. <laughs> so then what do you do with the candy? Um, I usually pick what I like. And then I tell my wife to take the rest of the work. Because like, oh I had horrendous heartburn from all the sugar I ate this weekend. Yeah, that is totally understandable. I mean, I was the same way for a while. Yeah. I saw your family had a cute little photo shoot. for You did some family Yeah. We had a friend in town, and we definitely went to a beach and took some pictures with the kiddos. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess they turned out. They were good little pictures. I don't know. Taking the, like, Going to photo shoots is just so awkward. Yeah. It's like, go out here and act candid but happy. Yeah. You know, like you never do in real life. <laughs> well, my candid is never happy, ma'am. Like, <laughs> right. If you want candid, you need confused, hungry. Those would probably be my go-to looks. Right, exactly. Or just kind of like, okay, how are we going to get through the day with it while entertaining the kids? Yeah. But no, it's like, oh yeah, here's a brief smile left and right. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, no I, I liked your photos. I needed. We need to do family yeah. photos. It's about time. you know. I, I should have let you. Uh, I, we have a photographer that comes into town every once in a while. Like next time, I'll next time she's in, I'll let you know. But uh, yeah, please do. Those were good. Pictures. I have a two year old who refused to smile through the entire photo shoot. <laughs> If you look uh, at those photos, like sixty percent of them are just the kid looking absolutely upset or giving just dirty looks mm. from across the way. Did bribes for toys work at all with her? No, not at all. Uh uh. What what about poop jokes? All she wants to do is just throw rocks at people and things. That really feels okay. like all she wants to do. So, wow. Well, yeah. We got a softball player on our hands. <laughs> all right. Which is good because, you know, a lot of softball monies can be made when you go pro. Uh yes. It's a it's a very lucrative career. I yeah. I mean I hear uh. it's NFL softball. That's kind of the pecking order. Yes. Cricket, too. Cricket. Yeah, there. cricket fits in there somewhere. And I hear For, bad. No, that's real. That's real. Cricket makes tons of money. Are you serious? Yeah, tons. 
Okay. I mean, I guess I'll just take your word for it because the yeah. cricket game in the United States is not existent. Great. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, no, cricket makes good money. Yeah. I think basketball is yeah. the highest paying. I think that's where you want to go or baseball. Um, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. softball, it's, it's time's thing. coming. Um, yeah. So your son made it all the way to the moon in Mario Odyssey. That's like the one of the last stages, right? It's the last. Well, okay. People that haven't played Mario Odyssey, it's been out since 2017. Great Nintendo game, wonderful title. Really rejoin my replay, but it's mostly me like helping my son get through it. it it's really interesting how he plays the game because he likes to like look for things and he'll get moons that like I took a long time to find because I was searching for it. And he just he likes to kind of mow through and find them. Mm. You know, he's like oh, okay. And then if a box fight gets a little too intense for him, he hands it to dad. And then I go through, or like I'll make him do the first phase of a boss fight. I'm like, you gotta get one hit on him, and I'll take over. I just want to build his confidence up a little bit. But it's been fun. That game's so good. Mario Odyssey is really good. And yeah, the moon is the final phase of the first ending. Yeah. If you recall, you're gonna get sent to a special castle, and then and then there's the dark side of the moon, and you have to get like I think 500 moons to go to that part. So. We'll see. The dark side. Well, I mean, he'll get there eventually, right? I mean, he has a whole lifetime to figure this out. Well, yes, but, you know, Christmas is coming. And Luigi's Mansion has been repeatedly asked I believe it's pronounced winter is coming. I believe is how it's pronounced. Oh, no. And mine is Mariah Carey (laughs) saying it. I'm bracing myself. (laughs) I'm just hearing the music. Soon as Halloween was over, it was on in my house. My wife's like, is it too early to watch Christmas movies? Yes. Yes, Well, see, I normally make my wife wait until Thanksgiving is over. But mm, this year, it's like, you know what? We've earned it. Why don't we just go straight to Christmas? (laughs) You know (laughs) know what? Yeah. Well, her and I were talking. So, yeah, we're playing Mario, my son. But her and I are talking about Animal Crossing. Ooh. God, I love that game. So for the next month and a half, we're going to work on our village and make it a Christmas-themed wonderland for when Very Christmas Very cool. And then when people get the game on Christmas Eve, Christmas, I'm going to open my game up and just let people come to my island and give them presents and just make it like a really fun thing. That's cool. I've, I've had this idea. Yeah, so I'm going to promote that for the next few months. But Animal Crossing is great. Uh, I made some progress in Tales of Vesperia. Um, my World of Warcraft sub is almost gone. I've gotten two characters to max level though. So wait, I'm wait. So, so what did it? What made you feel like okay, I'm done with this for now? Like, what was the, uh, the expansion? Point? The expansion. The expan- you got through the expansion. And you're like, okay, no, I'm good. The expansion's coming out. So they right. the, the game released and like this is like in game. You can do everything. You get max level. They squished it. And what got to me, and I I say this to my friends, and my some of them are like, oh, that's a genuinely fair thought. And my other friend, my close friend Chad, who just wants me to play, because that's all he plays, is like, pshaw. <laughs> um, I feel like, at this point, Blizzard's been in the game for so long, they should just be putting out content every few months, and expansions shouldn't be a thing. Like, I don't want to pay $40. Like, I have, I have a huge backlog of games. We're going to talk about that later today. Mm-hmm. And if I play WoW, it's kind of counterintuitive to what we're trying to do on this podcast, because I want to play a lot of other games and review them. Um, and it's fun, and I enjoy that. But, like, I really don't... There's times where my friends can't play. It the game's gotten so casual and easy. You can play with your friends at any time, and they've done. They've made a lot of great moves, but I just don't want to pay forty dollars for an expansion right now. Like the expansion, if it was ten or twenty bucks extra, sure. But if you think about it, if you do the math, it's one hundred eighty bucks a year, right? Fifteen times twelve, yeah. And uh, you know, plus forty dollars, it's a hundred two hundred ten dollars for the year. I just uh, was like, no, not not worth it that for me i i'm okay with 15 dollars a month every once in a while it's a good product what they've done is great the the math they're doing so you can like you could start a character and play with your friends at level 50 and they can power level you and do all this cool stuff is great nice and 
And if the expansion drops down to like 20 bucks a summer, I'll probably buy it just so I can like randomly sub and play for a month with my friends or get you to play or get someone to play. Cause it is fun. Like it doing the instances and just getting powered through it. It's very casual now. Like you could play for an hour and feel like you've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, and they appreciate your time. So they've done that, but there, I, there's just too many games for me to want to play. I don't like, I have other games I love too. And I, I here's the other thing about, wow, you can't really beat it. Yeah. I'm always chasing that dragon, you know, <laughs> like, oh, there's no end. Right. There's no end in sight. Like, I, I could do the the content, but there's always going to be more. Like, I like, it'd be like reading a book that never ended. You know what I mean? Like, it would just be going on and on and on. Like, I'm, I like I like a I like a closing to a story at certain yeah, point. Yeah, and that's kind of why I've never really gotten to MMOs in general, because of that reason exactly. Like, I don't want something that's going to last me a lifetime and forever, like, continue to go on. I want something that bookends. Like, give me the beginning, the middle, and the end. Okay, finished it, put right. it behind me. And if I like it enough, right. I might give it a second playthrough, but I'm kind of like Sean in that I don't like to replay content a whole bunch. See, it depends for me. If it's a really great game, like... I've been wanting to replay Octopath for a long time, and I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very tempted to replay Breath of the Wild with my son. But my wife thinks that might be a little too intense. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't think so. Like, you know, it's, I think he can handle it because he plays Link, uh, Link to the Past on the SNES Mini, and he likes that. And I think he mm-hmm. would be blown away by Breath of the Wild. And he'd be like, I can climb that? I can do that? Like, just how he plays games. I would love to see. It would break him. He would never play another video game again, I think, too. Like, <laughs> this is the greatest game ever. Um, but I, I get that too. Like I want, I'm, I'm okay with, can, if I hundred percent a game, I'm really cool walking away from mm-hmm. it and knowing that, um, I did that and I'm, I'm happy with it. I have a full feeling of the game, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that, I think that's what it's all about. It's getting a feel for the game. It's understanding what the quirks are. And then for me, it's moving on. And I know that you and Sean played yeah. WoW for like many, many years and it's nice to go back yes. and probably, uh, it's like comfort food a little bit, I'm sure. It was. It's a great mm-hmm. game. Like, you, it, if people want to talk about one of the greatest games ever made, it, it's definitely in the conversation for what it's done. It's a phenomenon. You can't deny that. And I also, the thing I told my friends, and I'm going to sound super savvy, I've just enjoyed playing mm-hmm. with them. Like, it's been really cool. Like, oh, it's Friday night. Let's get the gang back together. Let's, uh, like, we did some battlegrounds the other night where, and PvP was always my favorite thing. We got to stomp on some necks, <laughs> you know? Like, that was the best. But I'm done for the foreseeable future with it. There's other games I want to play. Like, we got a website where you and I are trying to write reviews. We're trying to get those up in the next few weeks here. And I got other I got other irons in the fire, right. you know? Yeah, I completely understand that. And that, that, that makes sense. And, um, you know, moving on from game to game. So you got Mario Odyssey good. You're playing uh, Tales of Asperia. You still liking that? Tales of Asperia. I think I could... Oh, I love... It's fun. You know, it's good. And I get, like... The story starts getting really good, starting to ramp up because of certain character choices mm. that are coming on. And I would really, I like, oh, I stop because I want to play games with my friends. I also been playing Spellbreak. Spellbreak did a great update where there's nine v nine now, and it's it's respawns, so it's like nice. a battle mode, and you compete red versus blue, and it's that whole map, and it's they've done a lot of things. Spellbreak's probably a game I'm, I'm going to play for a long time. <laughs> You're going to keep going back? Now, what's your rhythm with that game? Are you playing it consistently, or are you kind of just bouncing back and forth? Like once or twice a week. Oh, I'll go yeah. in, and I'll look at the, like, quests. Like, right now, I'm just doing all the Pyromancer quests. You get, like, a skin from doing it. Like, they're giving you incentives to play, and if you get the levels when you do, like, the get 300 damage with fire, do this move in the air, do this, you get tokens in the game or you also get like oh you're level two in this part of the story so now you get this character with the hood 
Like, you get a new skin. That's nice. So I like that they're rewarding the players for just playing the game. And it's a good game. It's not bad. Yeah. And I don't like shooters. And I like this. That's the thing. <laughs> that's what stuck with me. You know? Yeah. No, I hear you. That's good. That's that. that that's a good little rhythm. You know, I kind of tried to get into another Battle Royale game just this week. and. Uh, well, yeah. I was going to ask you, speaking of game of rhythms, are you in rhythm with Shadow of War or is the rhythm complete? Did you finish that Oh, dance? the rhythm is complete. The rhythm <sighs> is complete. I have finished the main story. I'm about 90% through on a couple of the other side quests as well. Um, I really enjoyed that game. Yeah. I definitely see why it was not like game of the year material for a lot of people. It kind of feels like a fractured game to some extent oh. um, upon looking back on it. Interesting. You're really into it. Like you like you. I remember last episode, like, I don't know why people didn't put this for game of the year, but maybe it's because you got to spend more time and then you're like, oh, the. They're not adding anything to the loop. Well, no, because I mean, I feel like they do a lot of really interesting things and in ter- things in terms of mechanics. Like the way that they yeah. integrated the Nemesis system is really interesting, and the way the inner politics work between the orc armies is really intricate and well done. But it has a hard time carrying the story fluently. Like, like it does not, it does not work well in terms of bouncing back and forth the different mechanics and then the story of the game. So I think that's where it falls apart for me personally. Um, it feels like a very fractured game. Like I went through, I conquered all the fortresses and then it was like, now I need to go up and mop up story quests, which seems counterintuitive. Like if I'm going through those things should be coming together and moving in and out in terms of the entire package. Um, so that's kind of where it fell apart a little bit for me. I think the combat is really good. The nemesis system is awesome. I think the story is well done. Like I like what they cover in the story. It just feels disconnected from the nemesis system they built. Mm-hmm. What what feels like happened is they just like, Hey, everybody loved this nemesis system. So we're going to go all in on that. And then they had to like come out of it and go, Oh wait, we need to tack a story on somewhere in here. Oh, uh, they, they just kind of. And I don't like that when they're like, we're going to put our flagpole to this and everyone will love it and not think of the complete product. Yeah. Um. So you've been playing on Game Pass and you got your Xbox fixed, I, I assume. I did. Right? Yes. That happened. So you finished on that. So on our system, is this a try it because you can get it for on Game Pass or would you table it for other games? Or where I at? would say try it. If you're somewhat interested in it and you liked the first one, like definitely give it a shot. You're going to like it. Like I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know that I'd put it at the top of my priority list in terms of games to go for. So I'd say try it. Um, Jump into it on Game Pass. Know that it took me a little while to get into it. So if you're kind of on the fence and you're like kind of lukewarm in the beginning, it does get better. But at the end of it, you know, I kind of look back and say that was a great game. I wouldn't say it was one of the best games that I've played in recent memory. Um, I will call out the last sequence in that story is really cool really cool because you basically make your way through the game and you bump into these nemesis that continue to ruin you time and time again and then at the end you basically make your way across this big bridge and all of the enemies that you've like had these personal vendettas with come at you and then you have your army and those uh, those tentpole enemies that you've been fighting the entire time it adds a lot of weight to it. It's 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 a good way to wrap the game. I was impressed. I was impressed. Yeah. Finished strong. Well, it's good. I thought you were going to be really all about it, and then it's, I like I'm surprised it turned. 
So now you were saying you were trying to battle royale yourself. What battle royale were you I trying? was trying to play the Modern Warfare. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the one that came out in 2019. That was the one that came with the, uh, oh, what's it called? Warzone. Uh, oh, Warzone. That's their big battle royale that everyone's exactly. into right now. Exactly. Yeah, and it's one. kind of waned a little bit right. in terms of excitement. It had a much more steam this time last year, I want to say. Um, so I'm coming to it a little bit late. And it turns out when you come to a Call of Duty game late, Everyone's you get ruined good. by twelve-year-olds all day, and that is what happens. Oh, do you play with the voice chat? Do you hear them? No, just, just but I just, clown I just on assume you? everyone's a twelve-year-old if they're playing Call of Duty, which is a terrible assumption. Uh, like I totally get it. Well, my brother-in-law plays it, and he's a grown man, but I'm—I like to think of him as a man-child. So yeah, he's definitely twelve. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, I just got ruined. Like there were a couple of times where I just rolled in there, and it was like brrr, gone. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Let me ask you, because I know you'll spell break. You're like, uh, when which one did you enjoy more? Like playing. Do you feel like if of those two? Of the two? Yeah. I would say Spellbreak yeah! because it was more it seemed like it in it it was more inventive yeah. in terms of the battle royale. It's fun. Yeah. It's different. I mean I've done I played a handful of battle royales. Like uh Player Unknowns, I played that. Apex, uh, I played and enjoyed that. I know you liked Apex, yeah. So Spellbreak was like my third entry kind of into that vein and I really enjoyed it. But uh, I'm good. Like I've I've yeah. I've I've done the battle royale thing. Enough. You'll play spell break with me though, no, right? Like with the oh, 99s, yeah. so we can just go. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. I like that you can just play on your Xbox and I can play on my Switch. It's a game that that's the thing I miss from WoW. I think it goes mm-hmm. back to that. Like I just I just want some friends to play games with. Like my son, <laughs> it's great, but I can't like he, I need someone to help me carry the weight. I'm not the best shooter man, like I said. Yeah. You know, I like to lay back. I need a I need equal footing, right? It's like if I tried to play Smash with him, I'm not going to get better. I'm just going to beat him every time, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's I I uh, I enjoyed Spellbreak. I'll go back and play it from time to time, especially if I see you're on. Um, okay. You know, Call of Duty though, I I don't think I'm going to stick with it. Like, not I, for you. The reason I come to the Call of Duty games is for the campaign. I know I'm in the minority. I hear you now. Just COD multiplayer is not for me. I think some people do enjoy, like, the shooter campaign, the story. Like, people yeah, did enjoy that in the past. Uh, For sure. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's... It, yeah, I think most majority likes the, the multiplayer, but I don't think that's unheard of to, like, the story of the game. So then, no. okay, you tried that. Did you try anything else? Yes, I also played a little bit of No Man's Sky. What did you play that on? I played that on Xbox. Okay, is that on the Game Pass right now? The, that I feel is. Like the is that on the yeah. Game Pass? Yes, it is. Yes, it is on the Game Pass. And it's also in the cloud as well. So if I ever want to get on the cloud, I can. See, now I feel really old because I'm like, what's if, not, if it's on Game Pass, isn't it on the cloud? Where's this cloud? So if so, Sean's had like a love and hate relationship with that game because he really pushed um, uh, the idea of that game was that they overpromised and underdelivered, right? And now they've made good. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are your thoughts? Is it is it as cool as it looks? This is a... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know if Minecraft is the right word. A sur- it's a survival game. Oh. It's a, it's one of those survival... It's a sandbox? Yeah, like find the copper. You need to find the copper to build the wall, to make the base, okay. to do this, to do that. So like you're going out and you're foraging in an unknown landscape and you're trying to figure out what all these pieces are and you're bringing them back to camp and then you craft from that... And 
I just don't know that that kind of game's for me. Like I've I've tried it a couple times. Right. Like I've tried Don't Starve. I enjoyed that. I've tried Subnautica, um, but I never really stuck with it. And I don't feel myself sticking with um, No Man's Sky uh, just because of the loop is the the loop is not something that I'm crazy about. And I'm also having trouble finding certain materials in the world. And it's not like telling me mm. where I should go to get those or like, Hey, there's a bioscan here. Go look in this area. Like that's the kind of stuff that I need in order to go for the next accomplishment, right? What's next on my list? What do I need to check right. off? And um, sometimes it's hard for me to get into that if it's not presented clearly. And No Man's Sky is definitely clearer than I think it was in the beginning. But at the same time, I'm trying to build like a hut. And then I'm trying to build a computer and then fly off and do this thing. Right. I want to build a spaceship. And I want cool spaceship stuff. I don't want to build a straw hut. Right. I don't want to be stranded on Beach Island. I want to explore space and be a space outlaw. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So maybe I just lack the imagination to truly like get into something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, it's like, what's keeping me here? It's not going to be the story. It's like to build the next thing. Like I need to build the next thing to get clues to get the next material to get, mm-hmm. build the next thing. And, um, you know, I really like the story aspects. and I don't feel like there's a huge story hook in terms of this game. And the, the, the gameplay is not hooking you either, it sounds like. Um, right now, it's like, go out into the world. You have a gun to scan things and to break things down. So let me ask, is this the next game you're going to play and beat? Are you going to beat this game, or are we going to talk about games you're going to choose? I think we're going to we're going to talk about games we're going to I'm going to choose. I okay. don't. I'm not. I'm not on board okay. with this game. Like I get it. I appreciate it. I think Sean would really enjoy this, especially with his arc background. I think it's right up his alley. He used to play it every year. He used to do a 24 hour stream of every year. So next week when he's back, we can talk to him about it. So, okay, what games do you have on the docket that you want to play that we're going to choose? Give me your three. Oh, my gosh. This is, like, shot out of the cannon. I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. Um, hit me with your best shot. Hit me with – okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I know one of them on this list is Resident Evil 7. Yeah, Ooh. RE7 is okay. definitely on this list. Death Stranding? Okay. Because I really – um, you know, just want to feel depressed. If like, you want to feel really enough weird, depression going and on, confused. Yeah, I feel like that's on the list. Okay, let's go. The gardens between. You told me about that last time. That's when we had uh, Andy back on Davion, and he said that sounded like yep. a adult film. <laughs> or it sounds like that Zach Galifianakis show, like in between two ferns and the garden in between. Oh, yeah. In Between Two Firms is where it's at. Okay, what was the first one before Death Stranding that you were saying? RE7. Death Stranding. Apparently, I want something dark. Yeah. Like, these are all dark games. Well, I don't know if The Garden's Between those, but... I... Uh... Okay. Because it's just me, and I'm sick and twisted, and I think Kojima is a crazy mofo. (laughs) Uh, I want to know your experience. I want you to play Death Stranding. And I want to know how real those monster energy drinks look. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, I, I can mess with that. I, I can play with a little bit of that. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. Death Stranding it is. What have I done to myself? I don't know what you've done to yourself, but I know what Apple has done with Microsoft. What did they do today? Let's talk about that in our big... The big three That's the air horn. That was my actual air horn, not my voice. And our big three news, Microsoft, Apple TV is coming to Xbox. 
and that oh. on the new Xbox, and it's kind of a big deal. Apple TV has some great programming, actually, because I I use Apple TV also because I'm in the Apple you know ecosystem ecosphere. I because I got the HD Apple TV, I got a free year of Apple TV, the subscription. Uh, I really want to watch mm-hmm. that Ted Laszlo show because I keep hearing good things about that. I think this is just one step closer. They're like, okay, you can have Apple TV on Xbox, and then you're gonna let us put X Cloud. Like this is the trade that they're making. In my mind. You think this is yeah. it? Yeah. Apple says, you put Apple TV on Xbox, we'll allow xCloud on our platform. You know what? Like, it, it makes sense. It would definitely make sense. I don't know that Apple TV is going to get, like, similar revenue, though. Oh. I think it's just saying, I think it's more of a statement like, hey, we're going to let each other live within our space. Yeah. You know? And then they also announced that Netflix, Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube TV... Amazon Prime, Hulu, like all the big streaming apps will also be available on next-gen consoles. Sweet. That's good news. Yeah, I mean, some of those, it's like, duh. And, like, some of it's new. You know, I'm curious to see what's going. But both Xbox Series X and Series X will have that, and as they said, too. But I I, I really think this is just a move to show, hey, you're going to let our stuff on if we're going to let your stuff on. And because before, you couldn't watch Apple TV on Microsoft system right right so i I don't i don't know i i don't believe so but no i'm not sure exactly where that landed you know some of those consoles have some serious blind spots like i know this this makes sense but you can't get disney plus on 360 right well if 360 there's there's no app or xbox one yeah do people still use 360 i guess maybe people still use it for netflix i I fired mine the other day or i fired mine up the other day just to play some netflix on it wow That's yeah. crazy. Okay, yeah. So it's it, slow. Like, waiting for those load times. It's just like, I used to do this all the time. This yeah. is hard. Like, No, I think this is like, we'll let you do this if you let you. It's just, a, it's a um, sign of peace among the two factions. It's a, it's a peace offering. Yeah, like, okay. Like, come on, let us on. I mean, it would be the smart thing to do because Apple's not really contending in that same realm with games, right? No, I mean, no. they don't have a storefront, right? If you have, on your Apple computer, how do you go about buying Games. You dual boot Microsoft Windows. Gotcha. And you can play on Win- Mac, and there's some game Mac, but most people dual boot. People that have Macs and game on them, they're dual booting their Mac, and they run Windows gotcha. on their other thing. So yeah. it's like, you know, and, and Mac has the Apple Arcade, or Apple has mm-hmm. the Apple Arcade, which I don't know anybody that still subscribes to it, but I know a lot of the but, games from Apple Arcade have moved to Switch. So. But Apple Arcade is more of like phone-based games, right? Touchpad yes. compatible games. And but like, no, no Microsoft's... not just Console games, yeah. too. Like, uh, Enter the Dungeon had its sequel, Exit the Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was an Apple uh, Arcade game. And now you can get that on consoles. Uh, there's a yeah, couple other games that are coming through it. But it, not every... It's mostly phone still, games, right? I mean, that's not like a three... A tri- that's not like a triple-A, like wonderful graphics type game you know it's indie titles it's cool indie titles and Mm -hmm. there's like niche ones that have interesting graphics it's nothing that's like well like and i get genshin impacts changing the game with what a phone game looks like right (laughs) so it's like well yeah the lines are all being blurred for sure i think it's a good move i think it's just how the ecosystem's moving and you know like apple arcade apple arcade can't really compete with like game pass it Mm -hmm. it's trying to and they're trying to make their own cute little games but everyone wants to play the big boy games you know well and one thing that i realized as i've been forced to play xbox on my phone since my console went down is they're crafting that x cloud experience to be like just to play games directly from your phone with no controller 
Um, For sure. And I kind of played with that a little bit, not a ton, but a little bit when I was jumping from game to game. And it's a pretty seamless process. So if Apple wants to get into that that ecosystem. Yeah, iPads would be perfect for that because people don't want to, like, I would play a lot of games on my iPad because it's big. Mm -hmm. A big old screen in front of my face and I could use those touch pads and be fine. And I'm sure someone will make something for it where you could, like, hook a con- Oh, my God, they make the Switch. No, <laughs> I'm talking about they make two little controllers you put on the side. And they'd have motion controls that were pretty good. Yeah, um, But sad. they would break. The buttons would break, and you'd have to send them in after a thousand hours. <laughs> well, yeah, that's part of the drift. That's what they're known for. Right. Yeah. Yes, right. Apple. Apple's drift. Yes. Um, so I think that's a great move. Um, you know what else is great? GameStop and what they're doing for their employees. Have you heard this? And can you hear the sarcasm in my voice? Hey, no. GameStop's alive and well. So I'm going to let you in on this article, and this was on The Gamer. Uh, GameStop is having a TikTok competition for its employees. Okay? It's like a big thing, and it's for it's a Black Friday reward. So, okay, let's play let's play corporate. Okay? Me and you. You're going to play corporate. Okay. What would be I'll the be reward you, a corporate worker or head of corporate at GameStop, would give your employees? Uh, the ability to not be fired. Okay. That would be reasonable. Or five plushies. <laughs> if you do something good, you get five plushies. Lifetime supply of Funko Pops. <laughs> or maybe a three, you know, they get a PS5 or an Xbox Series S or something, right? They get a console of their choice to take home on the thing, right? Okay. Okay. Now, let's take that. What's the dumbest, worst thing that can show they're out of touch that they do? Uh, give their employees Tamagotchis. No, that would be better. That would be better than what they're doing. <laughs> that would be better than doing. Employees want to work, Right. Right. So, if your TikTok video wins, you get 10 extra hours of work. Wait, that's not real. On Black Friday. Yes, go. Yes, the art, I will read you the article. Wait, so what? That makes GameStop no has sense. announced that it's running a TikTok competition across its doors, and one prize will appear to be 10 extra labor hours during Black Friday. So, hey, guess what? You won. You get to work more now. No, that can't be right. That, that means they get compensated for 10 more hours. The winners also receive... No, no. I, I think they get 10 hours on Black Friday. They, so, stores... When I worked at GameStop, you get... And when you own... Like, you run other stores. You only have so many allotted hours you can give your employees, right? Okay. And they're 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 drowning. Let's be real. Yeah, right? GameStop's kind of in a tough place. Like, I don't know how they're going to survive this. They're, they're not. And after my experience with my Xbox recently, like, I, I hate to, like... You know, further sharpen the axe, but dude, they didn't even try to plug in my console. Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah. So maybe if they had those ten extra hours, they could have. <laughs> Point being, uh, you they could also win a Echo Eight, uh, Echo Auto, or a hundred dollar Visa gift card, and ten additional labor hours to use during Black Friday. So we'll give you ten extra hours to use during Black Friday. Imagine what you could do with all those prizes. Is what they say. And the TikTok videos are cheesy as per usual. I just can't believe how out of touch this is. Like you. We care about you so much. If you make us a funny video so people will be talking about GameStop and give us free advertisement, we'll give you more hours to actually go do your job. I'm so confused. I so don't get this. I, 2020, dude. It's 2020. I'm like, oh. You know why I wasn't too surprised when I read that? I was oh like, this is on par for how this gosh, year is going. This is, this this is, is just this is insane. Accurate. Oh, GameStop. Just, just go. Just be good. Just be good. Just like do good things. Come on. Do cool stuff. You know what I used to love about GameStop? And that leads us to our final story. Let's talk about the games that are coming out this month. I think that's what would be good. Because GameStop yeah. used to tell you when you go in there to buy games, they would trick you to pay $5 for a game that would come out in five months. Oh, my gosh. Or next week, right? I had so many pre-order bonuses that I never picked up. Dude, you really? You're that guy? 
Well, I did it a couple times, and then the last time I was like, nope, I'm not even going to pick it up, whatever. Some dudes will never even tell them. I would tell people when I worked at the store, like, hey, you have a bunch of pre-orders in here that are gone and passed, and it would hurt me on the sales thing, but I didn't care because I wanted to do the right thing. Like, it's crazy. That, it's, that was a racket. Maybe another reason why they're not doing well. <laughs> um, all right, You but personally some bankrupt the game spot. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, I, I was the problem, not the outdated <laughs> model. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is coming to the PS4. For Xbox One Series XS, PS, PC, and Stadia. Yes. The new uh, Assassin's Creed, the Viking Assassin's Creed. That'll be Heck cool. Yes. And then it's coming. It's going to be on uh, PS5 two days later. That's November 10th. Um, Dirt, which is a race car game, coming to the Series X and S and PS5, and that looks pretty cool. Oh man. And there have been that mud on the tires, just so it's beautiful. A, I, I'm just the only car game I like is Mario Kart. You know, I'm I'm loyal. <laughs> a game that is getting a lot of hype on the internet, Bug Snacks. I keep seeing memes and jokes about that. It's coming on PS4, PS5, and PC on November 12th. That looks kind of interesting. It has like a cute, kind of reminds me of like, uh, what was the pinata game on Viva uh, Pinata? Yeah, Viva. Yeah, yeah Viva it, Pinata. It kind of has that kind of look to it, if I were Is to that know. how that, I mean, same thing? Like you're trying to breed animals and stuff? I have no clue. I just know like people like talking about it on the internet and I have not looked into it. It's a uh, it's a puzzle solving game. You carry out quests with Grumpus, and there's oh. bugs, and the bugs talk like Pokemon in that they still say, like they they Grumpus use their is name. where it's at. Demon Souls. Give me more Grumpus. The PS5 version, the new HD one. Spider Man, Miles Morales, which womp, womp. I I've been yeah. seeing clips of that where you can wear the the your Miles from um, Into the Spider Verse, like you have that costume and it's that same cel shaded drawing. In the game, I was like, "Whoa!" Hopefully, and oh, that, I'm cool. sorry if that spoiled it for people. It's not like a story spoiler, but it's a cool feature, and I would wear that the whole time. Um, Godfall coming out for PS5 and PC. That is the looter slasher by Gearbox, and it's set in a world divided into five elements: fire, water, earth, air, and spirit. It's kind of like Airbender. It sounds like Avatar. That looks kind of cool. That that's a game that I would be interested. In. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Kind of a bad timing to talk about the Cold War. Um, <laughs> when is it a good time to talk about the Cold War, though? I mean, let's be real. I don't think there is a good time. I think if we had, if they did this 10 years ago, I think it would have been fine, to be honest with you. Um, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. It's getting a lot of hype. I am putting that on my Christmas wish list. Is that right? It's a Dynasty Warrior game that I've been hearing, like, the Zelda game hiding as a Dynasty Warrior game. Like, it's more Zelda. Didn't they? Didn't um, they already do like Zelda-based Destiny Warriors though? They did Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, there you which go. Which is what this is based. Like it's the same thing. This is Hyrule Warriors, but this is Age of Calamity. This is a prequel to Breath of the Wild. It's what, how everything went down and how Link got into his hundred years. Sleep. Huh. Okay. I, I can see that. I mean, that seems like something interesting enough. Yeah. Some other ones: the Destiny Two, uh, new Beyond Light thing. I don't know. I don't know anybody that plays Destiny anymore. I know people that all say they love it, and then I'm like, do you still play it? And they say no. I'm like, okay, well, there you go. It's a free-to-play game. <laughs> but I, I'm hyped for... I, I, everyone's talking about these games right now because of the um, the consoles are coming out in two weeks. You know? Yeah, they are. Here, the, here we go. New consoles. Strap in. Here it is, baby. Strap in, baby. That's what I said this Strap week, in. earlier, right at the beginning of the week. New just... technologies. Let's go. Yeah, yeah I, I'm excited to see these games running on new consoles. And, um, you know, nothing like that really blows me away. The Miles Morales sounds cool. 
Um, but everything else, we'll have to wait and see what it looks like on those new consoles. Yeah, uh, the Assassin's Creed will be kind of interesting. Um, are you still going to wait in line for a new console? I'm going to do what I can to get a new console. I'm going to do everything okay. I can to get a new console. Um, because it's time. It's time, 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 time. And there's a couple of games that I'm holding off playing until those new consoles come out and then they get new gen updates. Like Control has been on my list for a while. I'm kind yeah. of intentionally avoiding that because when I get that new console, I'm going to want something to play. And I don't think that Control update's coming out until late That's winter. That's kind of the Switch. Control is? Yeah, like the, it's called the, the cloud version. You can play it on the cloud. It's like they were promoting Nintendo did a uh, uh, a direct like last week. Nice. And they announced a bunch of cool new games. We talked about Bravely Default. I finally got it too. I got a date for that. So got got some things in the pipeline myself. Bravely Default. Uh, well, I'm glad we're talking about games because that brings us to our final segment. Because we've been talking about how this podcast started and we had this whole backlog challenge. And how it was a fun thing, but we wanted to change it. And then I was thinking about with Christmas on the line. Like, we want to do a challenge among our friends, right? Or Shelby, you you lead this dance. What was, how did you bring up this idea? So, yeah. So one... And we're calling this new segment. That's <laughs> we're topic. calling this the segment to come. So I was just uh-huh. kind of thinking about where this podcast originated. And we started with a backlog challenge. Mm-hmm. And that was fun because we were racing through games. And it added um, a sense of urgency, a sense of excitement. And then we kind of went away from it because we didn't have the opportunity to truly like breathe in the games and truly experience them. So we kind of went away right. from that. Because we decided we wanted to be, we want to go into the reviewer realm, right? Like that's where we're kind of pivoting to. Yeah. But we still want to do our own silly little things, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time. Because we're not going to compete with the big guys. We're not going to be playing the new new all the time. Yeah. Because we're, not, we're busy gamers. Not today. We're, we're busy adults. Yeah, one, one, one day. One day. So I... So what I called Casey about earlier this week was, you know, what if we did like a gaming draft? Like what if we somehow assembled a list of like five games per person and we all kind of went through and tried to play through those lists and at the end of that draft, you know, a cash payout for whoever got their list first. And Shelby knows I love to gamble. So (laughs) I was like, okay. And I love drafting. I love fantasy football. So that was like, mm-hmm. as soon as you said it, my eyebrows were Yeah, up. so so I kind of like that idea because you have that forward momentum. Um, you know, you have some excitement. We could bring on guests uh, guests that are friends and kind of say, okay, have you knocked anything off your list? What was it? You know, give us your input on that game. I think that's a cool idea. Um, what I was also thinking is like, how do we totally flesh out our backlogs? Like, are there any blind mm-hmm. spots that we have in terms of a backlog that we should be adding to our backlog. Right. I was thinking about that too. Like, do you remember when you used to let your friends borrow your game? Like, hey, here, try this game. And then you're like, oh my God, this game's amazing. Because mm-hmm. you, your friend at school had it. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about that too in that aspect. Like, how could we get that element involved? Where it's like, oh, I know Casey has a Switch and I have this game for the Switch and I would like him to play it. So I'm going to let him borrow it. Right? I'm going to give someone a game to play from my library maybe. Something like that. I was thinking about that. So... Go, yeah. But you, this is your brainchild. I have some ideas, so I want what you're thinking. What you said, you had a big thought. I, I did have a big thought because what I was thinking is, you know, what if we start assembling a list of must-play games to some extent, and then mm-hmm. we have to pick games off of it, right? So there are a couple of ideas went through my head. It's like one, every person that we interview, they have to add one game that they think is a must-play. Okay, and then we start creating a pot in which we draw from in terms of adding to our backlog 
Okay. Now, it's going to take some time to build that up. The other thing that I was thinking is if we did some D&D dice rolling, we could play with, like, years, right? So we're going to roll two dice, and it looked like it landed. You rolled a eight and a zero. So now you have to pick out a game from 09 or okay. 90 off the okay. best of list. So, okay, I like these ideas. And I like the idea of each round that we draft has a different theme, right? Oh. Like round one is, how you know how like when we beat a game, we give three and everyone picks, right? Mm-hmm. So that's round one. We're doing from our personal backlog games we want to play, right? Round two, we're rolling the dice. Round three, we're pulling from the pot. Round four, you're borrowing from a friend. That's fun. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So then, then uh, uh, it's it's keeping that idea alive, but it, it makes the challenge because then it's not being me like I have ten games from Christmas and here tell me which order to play it because we're gonna do that anyway, right? So give me mm-hmm. something that I haven't played or can't play or do something different with right so that's my thought on that i think we should we got to keep it because we both have pretty i still have a sizable backlog and we have the holidays are coming i know i'm gonna get more games i know i'm getting a lot of eShop money in my in my future (laughs) and i plan to use it because i'm always looking for the sales and i like to get i don't want to say qual i do like to get quantity i guess but there's a couple games in the pipeline i want to like play so, I think what we have to agree to is how many games are we doing is the race to. So, it, so how many people are in the draft? Well, I know you and I would do it. Sean's not going to do it. I know Sean. I love Sean. He, <laughs> he's like, no. Too much Sean's just going to be like, no, I'm like totally out. Not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. I think we could get Dr. Zubat to do it. Yeah. I think we could get Chapel App, Chappie, to do it. Yeah. And then we can maybe fish around for a couple others. But I think... What about, we, what about Dr. P.? Dr. P. Dr. Pemberton. Oh, Robert Pemby? Yeah. Have you been talking to him? No, Is but he a I'm doctor? sure he'd be all tr- no, but I'm sure oh. he'd be all over this. Yeah. I don't know if he listens to the podcast. I love Pemby. Uh, I don't know that he even know exists yet, but I mean like it's something that we could we could see if he'd wanted to do. And I think at that point, you know, once you have those people, whether they're on or not, you know, we just pick five games and the first one to the top wins the right. pot. So I think having four to eight people right is the number if we Mm -hmm. have four we can do it if we have i don't want like 10 people it gets like too crazy right i think eight feels crazy too so maybe four to six right okay so four to six eight is gone okay so i think we got two and we can i think we can convince a couple others to do it with us um that being said okay now let's talk about the rounds i'm writing this out oh you're writing this out it's getting official now so i think we do how many? Five? I think five is fine. I think five is a solid number. Um, and I was going to say three because we do the big three, but five would make more sense for games because if we're going to do five different rounds and it's a Five draft. rounds. Um, so, okay. Yeah, I'm five rounds. So, I think that uh, the first two you get to choose. Okay. First two rounds? Yeah. Mm, like I that? say let's make the first round. Make the first round. Okay. Or okay. No, let's let's put the you choose at the end. Yes. Yeah, okay. So round five is personal choice. Yeah, yeah, let's do this backwards. Round five is personal choice. Yep. Okay, round four. I like the themes. I think we can have um, some fun themes. Um, well, it's twenty twenty, so should post apocalyptic be a theme? <laughs> yes. So okay. post apocalyptic theme. I like that. 
post-apocalyptic. You have to play a post-apocalyptic game or have something with it. Okay, we'll put that as a maybe. Yeah, something four. in the apocalypse. I like that. Okay, round three would be Dyson Year. Yeah, Dyson Year. Yeah, okay. And that's anything from, do you want to go 90s? 90s to... I think you can go 90s to... 2020. 2020. and 30-year span. And so they're going to roll a D20, and then they can choose, like, okay, you have, you ended in 09, so you can choose, uh, you can choose, or you ended in 9, you can choose 99, 19, or 9. I think, actually, you just use a single, you use a 10-second I, I, Yeah, I would say you could, like, just roll a dice until you hit 0 through whatever, 1, one two, zero. Nine, 0 through 9. Or we can use a random um, thing. We can use the, there's internet, there's programs yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. Dice in year. Okay, round two, I think it should be borrowed from a friend. But how much physical media can you really blend out right now? I mean, I'm not scared of getting COVID from you, but... Uh, I, ain't, I ain't scared of no ghosts. I ain't scared, homie. Okay. I ain't yeah. scared. Um, it could be. You can mail it. Well, actually, I don't trust anything in the mail anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> that could age differently after tonight, too. So you can borrow... All right. Round, round one is list and vote. Right, our normal go-to, right? List three and vote. Okay. So, like, you'll list your three, and then the people doing the draft will say, you have to play this one, right? So we'll we have list vote. list three and vote. We have post-apocalypse, but we have dice, and the last one's you choose, so you we're choose. looking for one more. So you don't like the borrow one. Okay, because I would try and well, pawn off well, the path onto someone. <laughs> yeah, no, and, like, but you have to also... Well, I guess the people that we have considered for the draft would all have all those consoles. Minus me. Well, no, I mean like a Switch specifically. Yeah, someone would have to think of a Switch game for me that they have, yeah. yeah. And then we, you, we'd have to draw straws for like who gets who. Or we could just like do it like a round. Like depending on who we have in the draft, you go alphabetically and then the first person chooses for the second person, second right, person chooses like for that. the third yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. We, can, we can figure that out as we get closer to it. But like, yeah, like I choose for you, you choose for Dr. Z, Dr. Z chooses for someone and then it, right. yeah, and then it gets to the end, right? And then that, that way we have five. And then what's the price point? Is it twenty bucks? I think that's fair. If there's five of us and it's twenty bucks, that's a hundred bucks. There we I go. think. I think. Hold on. I think first place should get eighty, and second place should get their money back. Oh, geez, it's softy over here, huh? I think if second place, you you should get if you break even, and then last place should have to buy everyone a round of daddy sodas. <laughs> Deal. Okay, I think that's well. a nice, fair thing. And apps. I like me some mozzarella sticks. <laughs> well, are we even going to come in the last place? I guess someone so. Someone has so when the to. First, when the first person ends, then we start tallying up. When yeah. the first person wins, we, we see who's beat what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. And I think we'll do this draft over the winter break. I want to make. I want to have a bunch of content come out over those two weeks. Okay. Well, I mean, we can either do these like interviews one on one on one, like twenty minute segments, like where mm-hmm. we run through each of these, or we can do on, them all at once. Yeah. Or yeah, I think we do we do the whole round so it's set up, and then at the beginning of the year, everyone knows. Hey, this is what you have. This is what I have. This is what this has. Right. All that. There we go. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's it for the show. Hey, yeah, it is. We are at the end of our show. Thank you so much for being with us here tonight. Appreciate it. Casey, anything that you want to add before we send, send this thing out? Um, just stay strong out there. You know, stay strong. Take it, take it one day at a time. Hold it's all on to be your okay. faith in humanity, folks. We're going to yeah. get through this. We're here. We're going to get through this. Though, all we need slowly. is love right now, right? Just, just... That's, 
love is all we need, baby. Yeah, love, love is, is all, all we need. need. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here with us tonight. If you'd like more of us, check us out on Twitter at underpoweredpod, on Instagram at under.powered. Check out our website, underpoweredmedia.com. Feel free to shoot us an email at emails at underpoweredmedia.com. And also, we're on Discord. Check us out. Chat. We're talking some video games sometimes. We out. Play your games. Thank you.